ghetto. So, <laughs> I wish y'all could see the setup that we have today. Because, wow. But you know, we serve an ever living God, so we move, right? Guys, today we were sound engineers for like three hours trying to figure out how to get two mics to record onto one track. I don't think you guys know how much we just struggled. <laughs> like at all. You know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a picture of this setup and I'm going <laughs> to post it on Instagram so y'all can see the setup. But anyway, welcome motherfucking back. We're back. We're motherfucking back. Aren't did you, you guys, guys miss us? I I, I really know. hope they did. I think people did. Yeah, we got some hit-ups and like I wasn't expecting it. We thought like, okay, yeah, we haven't um recorded in a while, but who cares anyway? You guys cared. And that's why we care about you. Right. Um, it was actually super like heartfelt and like it just felt amazing to know that people were like checking for us and basically wanted to see like our opinion on things. Because I know some people were sending me like clips and screenshots like yo you guys should like record this on your podcast whenever you guys record or whatever but basically i think we want to want we kind of want to explain as to why we kind of like went on a hiatus Mm -hmm. um i think we kind of wanted to go in a new creative route of our podcast you know we wanted to rebrand come back stronger better more consistent consistent i think that's the key word (laughs) Because I feel like that's where we really struggled. Like, I feel like when you have, like, a third party that you're working with to produce content, it's kind of hard to find, like, a schedule that works for everybody. Right. And we really wanted to have guest features. And it was really hard working with, like, our schedule, the producer's schedule, other people's schedule. So now that we're our own producers, essentially, like, it's about to be so lit. Like, I really can't wait. We already started planning out the episodes and we got some juice coming for y'all. Right. And if you guys ever feel like I want to come on and talk and speak your piece, please do not hesitate to hit us up on our joint um, podcast Instagram or in our separate accounts, Twitter. Like, if y'all want to reach on, y'all want something, like y'all want to use our platform to speak, please come on. And since this is the relaunch, I feel like it's only right that we reintroduce ourselves. We talk about what we're going to be speaking about on this um, podcast and what makes this time different from the last time. So my name is Deandra. If you guys don't already know me, my name is Deandra again. You guys can just call me D. Um, yeah, Alina, you can introduce yourself and then we'll talk. Uh, I'm Alina Gigi Opuni. The fly is gone. <laughs> oh my god. I'm kidding, but yeah, I'm Alina. Um, there's a lot of. Pe- I just want to also make it very clear that my name is Alina, not Aliana, not Alina, not anything else. This is my name. How much you wanna bet my sister's gonna fucking walk in here now? Yes, I hear her. Why? Because uh... she's a witch. <laughs> but we move. Wait, you see how Alina just said her name is Alina and not all that other shit. My name is Deandra, not DeAndre. My name does not have an E at the end. Immigrants. Like, no <laughs> No offense, but like, these Ghanians, even sometimes I get Dominicans, like DeAndre. No, DeAndra. You know what's funny though? Like, other people that I know that are named DeAndra are Dominican. And they say, really? their, they say their name like DeAndra. They don't say no DeAndre. No, no, but people really be adding an E, and I really like be trying to understand where the E comes from. And I hate DeAndra. I hate that name so, so much. Like, what about Lady Di? Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why are you exposing? <laughs> but welcome, guys. This is U Squared. This is the relaunch. Um, we're coming back so much better. Like Alina said, we're going to be consistent. Um, we're going to we, try. We're going to try. No, actually, I'm learning how to be consistent in my own life. Mm. So this is like a test for us. Um, we just wanted to bring back perspectives. I think the point of this channel is not only to talk about our experiences, but have other people also come on and talk about theirs, which gives us perspectives to things. Because there's not always a right and wrong. It's literally from what perspective you see it. So on this channel, we're going to be talking about politics, sex. Y'all love sex. Yeah, love, fucking horn dogs. <laughs> religion. Um, we're going to be talking about a whole range of things. So yeah. stay tuned. If you have anything else to say, Elena. No, I think you really said it all. And I'm just really just happy to be back. And I'm just happy to just talk my shit. Because, boy, niggas is really chatting out here. Yo. Whoa. I don't know if any of y'all got Twitter. I know I do. And don't think you can come and follow me. Because that's not the place. But... Like, literally, y'all just really be chatting. And I've really been holding back. Now, we have to like get to that. My opinions on certain situations. But right now, I feel like I'm about to talk my shit. So, y'all ready? We're going to start with an icebreaker, though. Okay. So, Alina, this icebreaker question is, mm-hmm. would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the smartest person in the room? I'm not even going to hold you. I already feel like I'm the funniest person <laughs> in the room. Oh, my God. So, I'm going to go with the smartest. Yeah. But then you know what? What kind of room are we talking about? A room of like no. No, but like walls. it's like a room of like five people or like a hundred people. Cause I could really be smarter than five people in a reg. But if I could be smarter than like a hundred or like a hundred thousand in a room of a hundred people, would you rather be the smartest or the funniest? The smartest. I'd rather be the funniest. I'm already the Being funniest. funny could get you like anything you want. Like legit, like that's how these niggas began into our pants. A little hee hee ha ha there, and that's it. You ready to unbutton you? Who's? Who's? I have made myself I'm a so woman of the way. Lord. I'm wholesome. I am a woman of the Lord. I don't know where you talk my pants. Please, I wear skirts. I'm talking okay? about these other girls' pants, not my pants. I don't but... wear pants. I wear skirts. But anyway, well, all right. So you rather be the smartest? Okay. Anyway, so you guys know we always have hot topics. Mm. And we've been gone for so long. There's so many hot topics to talk about. But we chose the hot topics that would go with this episode. First hot topic. Mm. Hot girl summer. Well, you know what I really wish I had? What? That fucking Funk Master Flex fucking button. The that, little yeah. yeah that would have been really. <laughs> We're going to add that though. <laughs> that would have been really clutch. <laughs> oh my. But yeah, like what, what does it mean to be a hot girl, Alina? Honestly, I my understanding to be a hot girl or a city. I mean, you know what, hot girl is different from city yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna right. get into that. But I think hot girl is really just out here trying to live your best fucking life. Mm-hmm. Like you're not worried about no nigga. You making your money. You're mm-hmm. lit with your bitches. You're having a good fucking time. Like mm-hmm. you twerking and drinking henny and driving the motherfucking boat. Like Let that's me what ride I really the boat. right. So, that's what I feel like a hot girl is or having a hot girl summer is about. However, you toxic ass motherfuckers want to take shit and run with it and do whatever the fuck y'all want because I just don't want to see bitches happy. Exactly. Like, that's some bitter ass motherfuckers. Bitter as hell. Like, imagine, can you imagine? I'm having fun 
I'm drinking my Henny. I'm twerking with my friends. You want to be hot boy. And then you want to be like, oh, I'm going to take your nigga or I'm going to take your bitch or whatever, a thousand points to the hot boy. Like, what? Like, yeah, like, that doesn't, that's not even the definition of us being hot girls. And by the way, you could be a hot girl and still have a nigga. That's not the point of being a hot girl. A hot girl just means unapologetic. Like, you do what you have to do. Like, you're a boss ass bitch. Like, no one's telling you, who's telling you what? Like, that's basically a hot girl. Right. And like, that brings us the point of city girls. Being a hot girl and being a city girl, I feel like it's two different things. Yeah, city girls out here like scam, not scamming, but they taking niggas money and just yeah. with no remorse. No remorse, like they don't give a fuck. Like take me out to eat if you want these coons. Right, not even like buy me a bag. Buy me a bag or don't talk to me at all. I want to get flued out. Like, like that's that's a city girl. So are you a city girl or a hot girl? Right I'm a winter solstice <laughs> Christian. Um. Honestly, I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I don't even know. Because I don't really feel like I'm living my best life, to be honest. Like, I feel like there's still so, so mm-hmm. much more potential. Like, I haven't been twerking. I mean, I don't know how to twerk, but, like, you know, if I did, I haven't been doing that. You know, I have been drinking, but then, you know, it's also not really hitting the same way anymore. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like I'm not at the moment having a hot girl summer i feel like i'm having a good summer but not a hot Hot girl girl summer yeah i feel the same way like i feel like i don't know if it's like getting older or what it is like i can't like me and elena was talking about this earlier i can't have fun the same way i used to because i feel like there's so much things i have to achieve or so many things i have to do Mm -hmm. that like because i haven't done them or because i'm working towards it i'm not gonna be satisfied until i get it so hot girl summer for me is postponed till right. you know when it's hot girl summertime. <sighs> um yeah sorry um you know when you live at home with your parents you can't do much in your life but um I see what you're saying definitely like I feel like sometimes like I'd be like out right and I'll be turned mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like I'll just think in my head like damn I'm not where I need to be in my life Yo. or I haven't hit my goals and then my whole mood will do like a whole 180 and I'll just be so sad and somber and then I'll try to drink it and like it, drink yeah. to like make me feel better and it just makes me sadder like it's it's quite sad and like I think that's another episode we have coming for y'all mm-hmm. post-grad life um if you want to talk about it or if you just graduated or you graduated 10 years ago and you still ain't doing shit with your life <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Feel free to come on. But post-grad depression is real. Mm-hmm. So real. So, since we were just speaking about Hot Girl Summer, like Lina was saying earlier, Twitter. If you don't have a Twitter, please don't go make one right now because, like, Twitter world, like, we go where we at. Like, if right. you're for Instagram, stay for Instagram because yeah. Twitter is a whole different world and that shit is lit. But if you do want to make one, do not add me. Yeah, don't add me either. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if you know me, dead ass don't add like, me. Like, that's dead like my, like... Because your feelings are going to get hurt. What's the word for that? Like, your safe space? Yeah. That's dead my safe space. Like, I mean, you're still not going to find out anything about my life, personally, but, like, I be talking mad shit on Twitter. Right. Anyway. <laughs> if so you know, Elena, you know. <laughs> you had that tweet. What did somebody tweet on Twitter? I think you had saved the tweet about um, um some argument it? that was going on but, but basically the argument on twitter was like I, I don't know how it started some guy basically some guys were saying that like if you're just a kill basically if you're there you're just there for sex like you know dick appointments and shit sorry i had to whisper you know that folks nah, say it with your chest all right <laughs> basically <laughs> if you're just chest. a kill like if you're just they're only using you for sex they don't feel like they should feed you <sighs> <laughs> Who raised y'all niggas? Like, like 
I just like that's just one question. Who Please. raised y'all niggas? Tell Auntie Abna to start again because she <laughs> fucked and up. And I with know you. Auntie Abna did not raise you like that. Like I know she. She did made not. sure you went to youth um, choir practice, mm-hmm. youth meetings, church camp, Bible study, mm-hmm. and you are here talking about you can't even get some common chips, some chinos like, for your bitch. bro. Like if first off, like I don't even know where to begin with it because like it just riles me up. Why, like. Uh, all right, this is, like, my whole thing about it. Like, I feel like there's two different sides to it. Because, like, I was reading, like, the thread. And I was, I was, at first I was confused. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know where this conversation was coming from. I thought, like, some shit, like, viral, like, a viral moment mm-hmm. happened. And niggas just commenting on it. But either way, I feel like there's two sides to it. Like, I feel like there's a case where you're, like, having a dick appointment. You're really going to call somebody over to your crib or mm-hmm. vice versa get a dick and you bounce right mm-hmm. but i feel like there's certain situations like but that's what they were talking about though but like i feel like in this case be of being fed at least for me i feel like if it's just a dick where i know i'm coming for a dick i'm not coming to be fed personally that's what they were saying though they're saying well at least the post i read said like if we set up an appointment like it's strictly oh dick pussy appointment why do i have to feed you and so in that scenario, I get it. Right. But the way they were talking was like, if you're just a kill, like, I shouldn't have to feed you. It's just like, you shouldn't have to. You're not obligated to. But if, like, food is, like, legit a problem to you, food, something so common. Like, right. she ain't say take her out to eat. Like, let's say after the appointment or whatever, she's like, yo, I'm hungry. Like, can you get me food? And right. you're like, no, you're just a kill. You're broke. Right. But the thing is, if it's, like, a one-time thing, mm-hmm. you don't have to feed them. But if it's, like, a thing where... Cause keep right, yeah. We keep fucking, nigga. You owe me some fucking food, like, bro. That's the least you could like, do. I fed you, but I'm gonna need you to feed me someplace else. You feel me? Like, I don't know, cause one time thing is like, okay, I got my like, love. yeah. We, cool. we we keeping it pushing. However, if it's just like if we are in a situation where I know that what we have is strictly a sexual thing. However, it is still a sexual relationship. I feel like the least you can do. Is get me a bag of chips. Get me some like you bacon, like, egg, and cheese. Food is so uh, Arizona. Like, like she ain't say to get her a bag, and and secondly, she ain't say oh take me out to eat. Like if she's asking for food, like I feel like for me personally, it shouldn't be a big deal. Like food is something that's so common. Like that's what I'm saying. Some of y'all niggas have a broke mentality because if you can really say that like you coming out your pocket to spend money on food for even just the kill is a problem. Clearly, you don't got it like that. Because if you did have it like that, it wouldn't be nothing. Right. You feel me? Like, it's not something... Like, me personally, I wouldn't mind, like, let's say I made a dick appointment or whatever. And he's like, yo, I want to be fat. Okay. What do you want? I'm not buying you nothing, like, crazy. Like, oh, taking you to, like, Booth Chris is dead just food. But that's just me, though. I don't know, but I feel like the way... It just kind of just shows the type of niggas that are in this society. Like, bro, y'all really trying to defend yourselves on trying not to, like get something to fucking eat some comp like some food like it's just honestly it's just so hard just dating and associating and mingling as a, a i feel i'm gonna i totally speak for myself as a black woman in this like world that's what this episode basically is actually we're gonna segue into um yeah. the struggles of dating um with black women like or like yeah the struggles yeah in the dating world like it's just so hard because i really definitely feel like we have to always find a way to settle. Like, even, like, with this whole food situation, like, I know there's a bitch out there that's really out here, like, this nigga don't have to feed me, like, I'm independent, I'm on my yeah. own. But, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's all about the gesture about it. Like, yeah, we just fucking, but, like, 
come on, like you putting your dick in me, like I you like you kind of have to care just a little bit, just have some common decency, like bro, like. It's just the little things that y'all niggas could really do to just make a girl feel good about themselves. A little special. But I just want to just do a fucking... Uh, be extra. Like, and that's the thing. If she's just a kill, like, that's what I don't understand. It's, it's also about self-respect. Why would you want to be having any type of relationship or even whether it's casual sex or whatever with someone that you you like you feel is not worthy for you to feed like that just shows is a self reflection on yourself that you're willing to like just be handing out dick like Santa and that's not cute like that's true. my nigga has to be choosy like that's what it and shows these me. niggas is whores out here like, y'all whores whores all of y'all y'all out here just fucking bitches y'all don't even want to fucking feed like, like what how like Who I just really actually you know I really want to sit down with the nigga and just be like yo how you feel just like fucking any and anyone like. How you feel just putting your dick in just any bitch? Like, no standards. Like, you feel good about yourself? Like, you okay with your life? Are you, like, in this right... Like, in this point in your life, you feel... Like, do you feel... Yes. I am that guy. Because some of y'all really just be sticking y'all dick in any any and anyone. Like... Anything. Like... You don't fuck a crackhead if she has a pussy. Like, honestly. And that's really sad because I know Auntie Abna didn't raise you like this. (laughs) What is up with you and Auntie Abna? Because you know what it is? The thing is that I know a lot... I can only speak for... African boys, I'ma say, but I know I'm not just a Ghanaian name, but like I feel like most, not even African, but people of color. Mm-hmm. I feel like most of y'all come from homes that y'all parents came, like y'all immigrated here, mm-hmm. so y'all parents worked motherfucking hard. And they ain't raised you like that. Exactly, they didn't. They raised you. A lot of y'all were raised in the church, so y'all know y'all shouldn't be acting like this. But yet here y'all are slinging dick with no fucking precaution. <laughs> like, have some self respect, you fucking whores. Like. Sheesh. And yeah, and that's so I feel like that's a struggle. And like, I don't know. I feel like that's why black women tend to like want to date white men if they even like white men. <laughs> just for the, these type of notions like this, a white man, I promise you, even if you're just a whore, he will feed you, maybe drug you up and then let you go. Whoa, bitch. What the fuck? I'm not saying I want that. No, no, I'm sorry. What are you? <laughs> Wait, I'm going to Take Rewind it back. Nah, I'm not even gonna hit that. Drug you. <laughs> you know Them what? Like I'm not even gonna hold you. Shit. I'm not even gonna hold you. White people be tripping. Like literally. Let me take the right. Let me guys. Let me tell you a story. And let Ooh. me tell you how white people really they on another level of dating. <clears throat> so I went to a predominantly white college, PWI. If you want to get you know mm-hmm. technical, right? And I've seen some shit. Okay, I've seen people like literally they got married recently and they started out as just a fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. I seen bitches who got fingered on the dance floor with my own two eyes. I'm sorry, that's gross. It's disgusting, but they still what? They got married, okay? Literally, I remember my one of my roommates, right? She literally met a guy from Tinder. Mind you, I went to school in like what's Bubba Fuck. So you meeting locals like in that area oh, to no. fuck, right? You know what? These motherfuckers got together and you know what? They just bought a house recently. Oh shit. Right. So it just goes to show like white people, I really that's one thing I fuck with them about. Like I feel like when it comes to being sexual and young and free, they don't hold it past you. Yeah. Like they let you they let you do you because like shit, they, we all yeah, we all we fucking all young, yeah. I mean, I can't say that Listen, I am but me, I'm wholesome. I'm right. But is. you know, these young people, what y'all like to do. <laughs> You know, after after ten o'clock, um, <laughs> while I'm sleeping and reading my Bible, you guys like to fornicate and whatnot. But yeah, like they really just let niggas just do their shit, and then when they really fuck with them, they just hold it down because listen, the pussy or dick is probably mm-hmm. good. 
and they like them enough to want to mm-hmm. be with them and it always usually works out like literally every fuck buddy situation i've seen with my own two eyes in college has turned into a long-lasting relationship or marriage that's crazy it is super fucking crazy and but I it f- happens all the time that's why you when you see these movies is they're basing it off of something real that we just don't see you because don't see, yeah, yeah it doesn't happen in our community and like literally in this community a girl could literally talk to a nigga, right, casually, not do nothing with him. But her, that guy would say some shit to her, his friend. And his friend would say some other shit. And next thing you know, this bitch is the fucking harlot Har- of, yeah. of fucking the Ghanaians in the Bronx. Like, it's just, it really just, it is like that. And it's not even just for Africans. I just think it was black people in general or, like, people of color, like Hispanics or um, in that kind of general sense. But still, like... We just can't fucking breathe. Like, we can't be young and thotty in peace. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, that's why I feel like maybe I can't even have a hot girl summer because... <laughs> but being a hot girl does not mean that you're just that's being a true. twat, though. That's, that's true. Just... But, like, even then, common twerking, I will hear that, oh, come look, Galina was doing this for some <laughs> point. I just feel like dating has become so much harder in our current generation like time period because before i felt like it was so much easier because there was not um technology if you wanted to see somebody you was going out to see them and i felt like it was way less infidelity there was infidelity don't get me wrong but like you didn't see more of these homie hopping and like it was so much easier to love like i thought i'm not gonna lie to y'all when I was younger, I was like, oh, I'm going to be engaged at 23, married Yo, by 25. Bitch, <laughs> um, I don't even have a potential. <laughs> I am, I'm not going to give y'all my age, but I'm, I don't have a potential. Like now, like, I feel like, boy, I, I'm not going to get married till like I'm 30. And that's Big, even right. if I get married. Right. You know, like, and the thing is, even with that being said, that doesn't mean I'm in a rush to like meet anybody. And that's what I'm saying. Another difference with our time generation. I feel like women now, we're very independent and like we know what we want we get what we want that like we're not really dependent on a man and like although i would love to have a man on my side i think my mom would love that too oh mother um, would i'm good where i'm at like if god brings me someone that i'm gucci but i'm not rushing to like go get married so i'm gonna f- force myself to fall in love like that's just not happening right. now, Lina, i think you have a story for us what what story do i have don't you know a girl like she rushed to get married or whatever oh my god yes guys let me get, tell you guys a cautionary fucking tale so i know a young woman she she know i wouldn't say she rushed to get married per se mm-hmm. but she definitely was like pushing that idea very vigorously if i can say like she was in a long-term relationship but i guess at a certain point she felt like yo i'm at a certain age mm-hmm. i think that's a lot of like a, that's a yeah. lot of yeah she felt she felt like i'm at a certain age and like it's time for me to get married and settle down and it's understandable because she was in a long-term relationship but i guess that's the next step mm-hmm. but i guess he was not ready mentally or financially mm-hmm. however the wedding still proceeded and it was lovely and the wedding was not so lovely. <laughs> well, not, not me, the wedding, the marriage, sorry, my bad. The marriage was not so lovely. Long story short, they are no longer together, and this man is currently remarried. Now, the point I'm trying to make is she realized within that marriage that this person, even though she does love him dearly, he was not ready for marriage mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, not having good financial stability. He wasn't mentally ready to be fully, like, a husband. Because it's different to be a boyfriend than to be or a even husband. a fiance than to be a husband because mm-hmm. a husband is just like we are joint everything yeah. right cool 
he wasn't ready for that as well. And plus, he was still, I guess he still, he was, I mean. Still wanted his fun. Yeah, he still wanted to have his fun, be lit with his niggas. But I guess when you become husband, you can't do that shit no more. Mm -mm. Even though I disagree, but that's another story or whatever. The point is, he wasn't ready and he ended up finding another idiot girl. Not saying this other girl was an idiot, but kind of. She's an idiot. Yeah. But he found another idiot young girl who was beasting to get married. (laughs) And she found the person who was willing to marry her. And it just kind of, like, goes to show how, like, in this world, being a woman, like, of any background, like, when you're at a certain age, people are just expecting you to get married. And, like, it almost makes you feel like if you're not married at a certain point, it's like, it makes... What are you doing Right. It makes you, like, personally for me, it makes you feel like, damn, what the fuck? Like, Mm -hmm. nobody want to marry me? Like, I'm Mm -hmm. fucking popping, but I guess I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But the point is, like... But the point is, it's just like, it's just, it's like really easy. Like, I feel like it's so easy for a nigga to find someone good. Oh, it, for, yeah. Like, I'm actually, some guy told me this. He's like, it's so much easier to find a good woman than it is than to, it find, is a to find a good man. Because mm-hmm. literally, there's so many women that will accept any nonsense. Any type stupidity. of treatment. Like, son, there's really, like this girl, for example, like she really dead has married a nigga that doesn't even really have, um, a job, a place to live. Um, they still not really truly want to be a husband because he still want to be lit. Plus, they don't even really live in the same um, location. So, I'm not sure that how that's going to work. I'm not sure who's going to live where, but... You just made me think of a question. Mm-hmm. You were like, um, it's so much easier to find a good woman than mm-hmm. it is to find a good man because mm-hmm. women will tolerate just about anything. Yeah. So, my question to you is... Uh-huh. So, let's say you meet a nigga or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're feeling him, he's feeling you, y'all talking, whatever. Y'all dating. Mm-hmm. And it's been like two years, he's never posted you. Would you feel any type of way if you were dating someone that never posted you? Fuck! Yes! You know what? Listen, you know what? <laughs> Give your spiel. <laughs> no, because I'm really tired of you dumbass motherfuckers I think I could get away with this shit. And I'm tired of you dumb bitches that are going along with mm-hmm. it. I'm going to tell you something right fucking now. If you love anything in this world, mm-hmm. you show that shit off. I promise you, when I first got my first, like, designer bag, best believe. It was all up on the ground. I went to. I had it on my fucking arm. Mm-hmm. Every fucking picture I have mm-hmm. it. Even if you will scroll down, you probably see some. Because I want to show this shit off. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it, okay? I feel like the same goes with the people you care about. Like, even, like, y'all will really post your moms, your boys for their birthday, your homegirls, but you can't post a girl that you're in a relationship with. Make it make sense. And then I know a lot of y'all gonna be like, but I'm a private person. No, sis. If you're private, get off social media. Don't even, don't even get on social media. Like, that's not even an excuse, though, because I'm a private person. Like, I'll give y'all a story. I was in high school. I was dating someone for, like, a year. I never posted him until like a year passed because I'm a private person. But I think the problem now is women have accepted being private with like being a secret. Being a secret. Like you don't have to accept that. Like I'm not saying um he should be posting you all the time, but like Alina said, like niggas show off things they care about. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And another rebuttal or another excuse is like, I'd rather him not post me because um, if he's cheating, I would rather... See, that's the problem with dating now. Like, you have to worry about... Because you don't want to be embarrassed, so you rather not be post. No, sis, then let him go already. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's a, that's how these niggas have one up on us. Because, like, we have that mindset that we don't have to be posted. 
Because we're settling. That's, That's literally the thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally, we're settling. We just want that love and affection. Like, I know there's so many girls out there. Like, they're really, literally in love with niggas. I mm-hmm. can't even say that they're their girlfriend. Girlfriend. Like, they so, can- so, that's another thing. How long are you willing to talk to someone? Um, Like, before they... Like, how long would you talk to someone without them making you be their girlfriend or making it official? I don't know, because I, I, I am also very stupid myself. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, I, I mean, I feel like, ideally, I feel like six months, I feel like is a good... But then you know what it is, too? I also feel like if you know, you know. That's... Yo, we're getting older, like... Time is a such a huge commodity. I'm not saying that oh, um, I'm gonna meet somebody tomorrow, and if they're I'm not their girl tomorrow, like it's over. But like I've read so many stories where people have met for two weeks and they knew that they were the one. Like like it doesn't it shouldn't take unless it's different if like you guys are friends and building a friendship. Right, that I understand. and then you don't even realize you, you don't even like, realize. Yeah. yeah, but like you approach me, you want to get to know me, and six months. It's been six months, seven months, eight months. If that nigga don't know if he wants to make you his, sis, dub it. Niggas know off rip. The moment they meet you, they know their intentions with you. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, I'm sorry, by the two-month mark, I feel like you felt a person, you felt the vibe, like, you know where it's going. I feel like I've wasted so much time in the past, like, just mm-hmm. going with the flow. Yo, thinking going that, through the flow, yo, catching the vibe catching will, the vibe will you. keep you single too. Will kill you. <laughs> yeah. that, that catching the vibe shit will have you in a situation shit for two years. Like, bro. bro, like, <laughs> it know it's crazy because I really know some of you out here planning fucking lives together when you can't even like I know titles are not important but it's also yes they are like if titles were important rip your hundred dollar bill in half cause you know titles isn't important rip that shit in half like it's just fucking crazy but that's just the generation that we're in and I feel like as long as there are people that are willing to go along with it it's gonna keep on fucking thriving like you know what one thing about white people is they know how to fucking date yeah, you said it and I believe you. They know how to fucking date. Like, they will be like, let me take you here. Like, just for a nigga to take you. Listen, listen, listen. Previous, what did we say? Niggas out here getting free pussy without getting bitches a bag of chips. A like, bag of chips. Now, how, now, just imagine trying to get that same nigga to take you out to dinner. Oh. Like, and let, let, let me make a disclaimer. I'm, trust me. I will not ask you for anything. I, I don't ask niggas for shit. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm such an independent person. Like, I won't ask you for anything. That doesn't mean that, like, you doing a kind gesture, like, you doing that, it shows some type of, like, I would love that. Just because I'm independent doesn't mean that, like, you should go along and carry on and, like, oh, she's independent. I won't get her anything. Like, and what's the point of asking somebody if they're hungry for you not to feed them? I'm not saying feed me. I mean, feed me. But, Yo, like, honestly, if there was a way for me to deliver slaps personally to these niggas' houses, I really fucking would. Because y'all really are just, wow, a waste of space and breath and air. And just, 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 wow, all this carbon that <laughs> so you just exchange it with oxygen. It's just wasting, killing us slowly. Like, wow. And, you know, the dating world, um, statistics show that it's harder for a black educated woman to get married than any other race. Especially if you're educated. And I have a story for that. Yes. I personally know of someone who is now a doctor and she was dating this guy for like two years and he was working one of these like local blue collar jobs. And in the end, she ended up breaking up with him and I asked her why. And she was like, at the end of the day, like, 
I'm willing to provide, but I also want someone that's going to provide for me. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't able to get that. And so, like, she thought about it in the future, like, the long run. And she's like, do I really want to be the one? Like, she's like, I don't mind going 50-50. But I want my nigga to tend for me, to care for me. Like, just that um, notion of the guy being the head of the household. That's what she wanted. And so she ended up breaking up with him. And so when people be like, money isn't a factor, it shouldn't be. But money always, it comes mm. down to it. Like... It, it is really a factor. Is. And I think that's why, like, women of color, black women that are successful have a problem dating because I feel like for a long time, men really didn't have to achieve much. As mm-hmm. long as you have a good-paying job, mm-hmm. you can have a wife at home taking care of the kids, the kids yep. and tending to the household. Being domesticated. And you, right, and you could be good. But now that women are trying to achieve more, you have to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. So if you don't keep up, you're going to fall behind, and mm-hmm. then you're not going to... F- I feel like some men with that aspect you kind of it kind of fuck, fucks up your ego a little bit it makes you feel like less of a man and i mm-hmm. feel like that definitely affects relationships so i feel like it's just hard so i feel like with women that are educated black women especially like they have to either settle or kind of just be single the, and it's so sad and then another thing i wanted to talk about was like there's this like idea that like black men sometimes go for white women and i've seen a video because they're more submissive like that and it, it so basically they like they try to show like black women are angry like that angry black woman portrayal let me give you another statistics honey mhm yes receipts the facts white people do get white women do get married more than black women but white women have also one of the highest rates for divorce rates as in they get married twice Mm -hmm. whereas the black women will get married once Mm -hmm. so that's where like you get to see that okay maybe black women aren't getting married as much now however when they do get married it's a one-time thing yeah so that's that yeah you know what i really do i question black men that are so comfortable being with a white woman like no offense to white women but like i just i don't see it i don't get the appeal like what you have so many different flavors. Like, when we say black, we're not talking about just, like, black African-American. If you're Dominican, you're, you're black. black. <laughs> you're um, Grenadian, you're, you're black. black. You're Jamaican, you're black. black. Ghanaian, you're black. black. Like, that's another thing. I feel like y'all need to go to college. No. Open a Scratch book. Scratch that. Open a book. Y'all need to, like, do research. It's not y'all fault because they didn't teach us in school all of this, like, that we Because you know what? That history lesson and books that we read are made from the white man and for their, and their perspective. perspective. Yeah. And they brainwashed us black. Like, if you see black men, like, football players and stuff, they get married to white women. Yo! And it goes Son. right back to that submissive point. It's not that black women are angry. No. We just have to face a lot more shit. No. Okay? Real From like, our hair. Hmm. to our skin color, hmm. to looking proper, mm-hmm. to talking proper, not being too ghetto, but still being... You, we face so many things, and it's just like, damn, like, we have to mold ourselves into what society wants us to be, legit. No, seriously. In order to, to get chosen. Like, you ever heard of code switching before? What's that? Basically, it's like what a lot of people of color do when they're like in a, in a professional environment where they put on, like, their white voice. Oh, we all got that white exactly. voice. Exactly. And white people don't have to do that shit. They, they talk don't. how they talk, and people just take it as is. But when I'm around, like, other professionals, majority, like, white, I have to put on this very docile, like, mm-hmm. very put-together voice. 
face. And it's just kind of annoying because white people don't have this kind of struggle. They don't have to worry about their hair. Like, I know I definitely got passed up for one job because I came in with my box braids. And even though they interviewed me several times, when I got to the, like, the last point with my box braids, I never, like, heard from them ever again. And it just, like, goes to show, like, simple things like our hair is a problem and deemed unprofessional. And that's why I also kind of get upset with, like, white women that like to take bits of our culture and just use it as just, like, fun, you know, kinky mm-hmm. and haha because, like, they think it's cute, but they don't understand, like, the story behind it, the, like, the struggle behind it. Like, you get to take that, put it in your hair and take it out whenever you feel like and take your cute pics and keep it pushing. But when I do that hairstyle for my protection, you know, to protect my natural hair, it's a problem. It's ghetto. It's unprofessional. Like, it's Let's talk bullshit. about Chris Brown because, like, I wasn't even going to bring it up because it's been a while. But that little song lyric he, he made, I'm going to insert the clip so y'all can hear it because I'm not even about to butcher it. But basically saying he likes um, black girls with good hair. Yeah, only want to fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. Guys trying to act so ignorant like, oh, if you know you got good hair, wouldn't offend you? Just cut it out. You know what he meant. You know what he was implying. Like, exactly. you know he was talking about the nigga naps. Right. So why are y'all even trying to act like oh, clueless or ignorant to the fact that you know exactly what hair he was talking about? Like... Everything about black women, yo, the struggle, I don't even think y'all understand how real it is. And it's sad because it's coming from our own black men. Right. Yo. <laughs> the ones the, that we always gotta yeah, defend. The ones that we fucking wanna procreate with, the ones that we find the most attractive, the ones that we see our future with are the same ones that are shaming us and belittling us and bringing us down. Like, it's actually very fucking sad because And little Duval said the same shit. He was like, he don't he don't like that big afro curly hair. Let me, let me, you know I'll be hitting y'all with statistics and facts. Straight hair is a genetic mutation. Mm. Curly hair is the dominant, like, mm. gene. Like I didn't even know that. Yes, curly hair from Africans, African Americans, that's the dominant. Straight hair is dead as a mutation, just like white skin is a mutation. Yeah. But I like, and I'm like, we're not even here to try to bash black men. This is not the point of this episode. This episode is really to open your eyes to the struggles that black women face and why the dating world has become just so much harder in our world. Right. And also just want to point out, like, if you are a black man that is out there and you want to voice your opinion, you should really come on here because I definitely feel like we want this to be a... a show where all views are respected and heard and i feel like i know some men have mentioned that it's like one-sided one-sided but y'all don't want to y'all don't be trying to come y'all don't want to come like open like speak with your chest and see how y'all feel and i want to make a commentary in the background so yeah if you ever feel like you want to come on and say anything please feel free but like what the angel was saying like yeah like it's just fucking hard and like it's just like how can people that is your own kind not fuck with you yeah like kind of hurts. It's very fucking hurtful. Like it's always an excuse. Like every time I get on social media, I go on like Twitter or whatever. Like I always see a black man bashing another like black woman. Like and it always tends to be darker skinned women. I have come. I've seen that a lot. Yeah, light skinned women are definitely favored majority of the time. And you know it's not their fault, but it's just very fucking annoying. They just have us fighting against each other. Cause like even like Hispanic women, like they would choose. Some would choose a Hispanic woman over a black woman. And it's just like... Cause oh. But you know what's so crazy? The same characteristics that they hate from black women is what they love they in love. Spanish women <sighs> or Hispanic women. Like, the ones that we're angry and we're feisty, we have attitudes, the same ones y'all like in these in the, in the, Hispanics. In the Hispanics. So, like, I seen a video... I'll never forget. I seen this video of this Hispanic girl. She was, like, 
calling her boyfriend or whatever. And she was yelling, saying nigga all loosely, might I add. And just like, nigga, if you don't fucking pick up the fuck, blah, blah, blah. And then I see somebody comment or like, po- the person who posted it was like, oh, wow, I love me a Latina chick. Like, you see this? Bro, if I see, if there was a dark-skinned black woman in that video saying the same shit, oh, I can't fucking date you black bitches. Y'all always so fucking... Excuse me? Like, that's some real-life like self-hatred right there. Like, seriously. Like, y'all mamas are fucking black, and y'all talking about us like this. Like, with your own, saying this with your fucking chest. And that's why Lori Harvey deserves all the brownie points. Wait, my me, girl. Okay, okay. My girl, Lori Harvey. <laughs> this is Steve Harvey's um, stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. She has dated from Future to, I think, I don't know if she dated Meek Mill, but Meek Mill had a crush on her. Definitely was dating Trey Songs at one point. Was oh, dating. Memphis, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's half Ghanaian, you know? I did not know that. He's, a, he's in Ghana, yeah. Um, was dating Justin Combs, which is P. Diddy's son. <laughs> My girl is out living her best life with P. Diddy now. And now everybody wants to be violating my Lori Harvey. <laughs> Lori Harvey is what you say is having a hot girl summer. Unapologetic. A lot of people will be like, but she dated his son. And so the son was not for her. And now she's with the daddy. And it looks like Elena got <laughs> something to say. So honestly, I'm not even going to hold you. I understand your how you came to this point, but I'm not going to hold you. fucking broke. <laughs> I know, you know what? I know Ebony said, if you break my heart, I'll I go date your, your father. father. But I didn't really mean I want to do that shit literally. Like, I just want you to know that I'm capable of doing it, but I'm not going to fucking do it. Like, son, I'm so sorry. Like, they're both at fault because fucking Diddy, come on, that's your fucking son. And you are here just dating his ex. No, but who's to say they were even dated, dated? Maybe they would talked for like two days. But I'm pretty knows. sure he probably stuck his dick in her. Why are you so sure? Because I just have a feeling. She like she like have to have a good time, and I look like a good time to me. Listen, P Diddy, he like I'm young. Clearly, he and I feel like Lori Harvey fake looks like Kim Porter, his ex wife. He does. Died. She looks like a light skin version. They have the same features, very like soft and yeah. But then I don't think Steve Harvey would approve for P Diddy to date his daughter without like there Steve being some. Harvey will approve of everything because <laughs> this nigga's a fucking idiot. He's the same nigga that fucking told bitches to act like a fucking man. I oh, would, I saw that, yeah. I would nothing Steve Harvey will ever say in his <laughs> lifetime will I ever take fucking seriously. He really out here trying to let, like, he trying to let bitches know that you should just let your nigga do what he gotta do and just be a good woman. Like, I'm not even gonna hold you. Niggas like Steve Harvey are the reason why the world is coming to an end very soon. Like, God is coming very soon because this is fucking, fucking crying. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, he, I know Steve Harvey, the type of nigga that really will say, you know what? I'm a man, I'm a cheat, but I'm gonna make sure you're good. Like, I'm gonna provide yeah, for you. Yeah, don't do that. He's the type of nigga that will say some shit like that. I promise don't do you. That. I promise you that. And he's the type of nigga that will tell his daughter, you know what? This is what a man is. You gotta accept it and just be a woman. I promise you that's the type of nigga that he is. And I want no parts of, that, of those type of fucking shenanigans. Like, that's like a lot of niggas really feel like they could do whatever the fuck they want as long as they're providing and being like a good. A, like husband or spouse mm-hmm. they could get away with that shit like i know a lot of y'all daddies like african fathers y'all doing that shit out here mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. out here like two-timing your wives and shit having multiple bitches like having Just family, y'all paying the rent, having y'all. families in ghana like 
and y'all think because y'all paying the rent and you know you guys are doing um susus and bringing your other kids <laughs> to America <laughs> that is good but it's really fucking not like honestly it's really it's, it's a hard like so like how do you feel like like dating in the society works for for you personally like how has been how has dating worked for you personally <sighs> like in this year um alone like what's your dating life like right now currently i am not dating i don't plan to date until because i feel like once i further my education like i want to go to med school i honestly believe in my heart i will meet somebody there just because we are on the same mindset and we want to achieve the same goals as of now i don't plan to date like i don't got time to waste like I literally went to Dykeman the other day looking like a hot mess. Freddie came with her glasses. I came with my go- my spectacles. Mind you, my friends was looking beat. And I didn't mind because I was like, all right, I'm going to get dressed up, look cute, go to Dykeman, get a nigga's number. We'll go out to get drinks. And then I'll probably never talk to him again because I won't like him. I just don't got that energy. I don't got that time to waste. So I'm chilling. You sound like you've given up. Like- no, I haven't <laughs> given up. I feel like I I felt more. I felt. I felt. Oh, Jesus. I'm sipping on TP, y'all. <laughs> I've um, fell more in love with myself that, like, it gets boring. I'm oh, not even going to try to even. so beautiful. No, yeah, like, I'm not even going to try to be like, yo, single life is where it's at. Yeah, it's popping, it's lit. It gets boring at times, but, like, I really feel great knowing that, like, I'm going to sleep with no worries. I'm going to sleep happy. My happiness isn't dependent on anyone. anyone no one's controlling my emotions, my feelings, like. That's the type of time I'm on. Mm, you know what? I feel you with this. Sometimes I go on Twitter and I feel like I'm being harassed. Because <laughs> you fucking relationship people want to just rub your love in our face. And it's so cute. Like, it is actually so cute, but I'm also kind of a bitter bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I just, like, on certain situations, like, I seen that the Jackie Aina got, she like... She just got married. Yeah. And she... I'm so, like, genuinely happy for her because like I just fucking love her and I actually met her recently and I met her fiance well her now husband recently they are mad cute he, first of all he's fine as hell and that's my guy cause he was like we was like planning together so we could mm-hmm. I could take a picture with her and we were like I really wish I was there Alina is such a pussy what <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch <laughs> first of all listen this is the thing right I was like, we were in the surrounding where there was like a lot of influential people and like artists and stuff. I'm not trying to come up. She wasn't as a, trying to look like groupie, right? I was trying to be calm. So me and her fiance at the time were like, you know, planning. Like he was like, all right, you're gonna go in at this time. You're gonna take the picture. But some other nigga was making that shit <laughs> mad hot, and he just was fucking blowing my old D. And if I could just deliver a slap to him right now, I would. But anyway, that's besides the point. The point is. I'm just so happy for her because you could like you could tell that she's with a nigga that loves her. And you could tell they've built something so strong. So when I see stuff like that on Twitter, like at first I'm just like fuck, but then you know I'm like you know what they deserve it because you know what she found what they they found what they're looking for and they're a fit for them. Like I'm not gonna be like damn I wish I had him because he's not for me. You mm-hmm. feel me? That's for her, right? You know. So. On Twitter, I'd be bitter sometimes, but then, you know, we move, right? We still move, yo. We move, but I always love when I see when people be like, I ride it up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you be the one. <laughs> I ride it up, it means 
so Lord, when like, like, yo, that should be having me. But I feel like I fumbled the bag a couple of times, like when I, in the past. No, okay, so no, okay. I'm just not gonna tell y'all who or when, but I had this guy like legit. I lost my promise ring at a party. He bought me a new promise ring for my birthday. Oh, this guy okay, would him. always take me out to eat. Like, we would study together. We would even do Bible studies together. I like, don't know why you fumbled that. Like, I know, because you know the thing? I was a dumb bitch at that time. Like, <laughs> I was on my, like, hot, no, I wouldn't even say hot girl. I was on my city girl type thing. Like, I was trying to, like, I had just got to college. Like, you know, I'm trying to enjoy, like, but now that I look back, he won't even talk to me. So, <laughs> that bag is fumbled. <laughs> Honestly, but we still move. We move and we keep it moving because what can we honestly? There's really no point in being like bitter inside of like you really have to just move because if you're bitter, you're not gonna like being bitter is not gonna do nothing for you. I'll be the bougie auntie, like, I really don't mind. Actually, honestly, I do mind. I'm already an auntie to three lovely children, <laughs> so I'm already on the right path to just being the great aunt. They love me, they hug me. They always make me feel so special. So maybe that's where my life gonna be. But if I don't get married, but like mid 30s i'm just gonna have to all right mid 30s give it up <laughs> these white people marry now 40 so nah, at the mid 30s your mom won't even let you live in this house i would if i'm living in this house <laughs> at the mid 30s please please help me pack my bags <laughs> no funny Yo. if i'm living in this house in the next two years please help me pack my bags like ain't no reason for me to be still living across the hall from my mom i'm super good on that but like yeah literally like um, there's no reason to be bitter. I think, yeah, like I was saying, like, if I'm not married by my mid-30s, I'm going to adopt a child. <laughs> or do some, like, go to a sperm bag or some shit. Wait, out of us two, who do you think is going to get married first? It's not going to be me. <laughs> you squared logging out. 